You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Dang 
to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at Time for an Awakening. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network, on timefornawakening.com, and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotel Family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day. Hope you're going to have a good day to do all the things that you want to do, must do, can do, and should do, and will do. And I hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it is not, and it has to get done, you'll get it done because... You don't procrastinate. You do not procrastinate. You get it done. We appreciate that. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 12. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that, and in the drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled African Perspectives. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Um, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, once again, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and all times are going to give our Eastern Times. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. Oh, wait a minute. Let me, let me finish Monday, Brother Oshi. Don't jump the gun. Okay? On Mondays, from 8 to 9, Black Therapy Central with Dr. Kamal Kamban, his wife, Dr. Kam- Dr. Maria Kamban, and their daughter, Nataki Kamban. That's followed by Conversation Reparations every first and third Mondays from 9 to 10 with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10. On Thursdays from 7 to 8, Mississippi on the move, the black liberation movement. Mississippi on the move. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern time, brothers and sisters, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Time for an awakening. And, and then on Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council from 79 on Saturdays. Sundays. At 7 p.m., once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Sundays from 7 until. And the number to call is 215-490-9832, 215-490-9832. And, of course, if you want to listen to this program and you don't want to go on timeforanawakening.com, the easy way is whatever search engine that you use, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Google, whatever, put babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A. O-S-H-I dot net and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother and brother Kwaku. Right on. All right. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses. We Buy Black dot com. Brothers and sisters get everything. And I do mean everything. That you need from American African owned businesses, webuyblack.com. Africa for the Africans. My good brother Bomani Tahimba. He's, um, in fact, somebody said something, and, and who was it? Just talking to somebody. They're on their way to Tanzania with Brother Bomani on the 17th, the 17th to the 28th. $4,000. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, Mama Nabantu. Mama Nabantu is on her way to Tanzania, the 17th through the 28th. Brother Bomani, Africa for the Africans. He has taken so many of our brothers and sisters to the motherland. And he, he deserves to be acknowledged by our community. He really does. And um, I'm thankful for him. He has a tour that's coming up after the Tanzanian tour. Uh, November 17th through the 28th is the Ghanaian tour, December 24th to January 5th, 2023, $4,000. Senegal and Gambia, 
March 30th to April 10th, 2023, $4,000. Ghana, May 24th to January 5th, 2023, $4,000. Rwanda, July 20th to July 30th, 2023, $4,200, $4,200. Tanzania, again, November 16th through the 27th, 2023, a year from now. Same time, a year from now. 2023, $4,000. South Africa, Azenia. Azenia. I'm trying my best not to say South Africa. Tell her what it is. Azenia, December 24th to January 4th, 2024, $4,200. $4,200. Liberia, March 29th to April 9th, 2024, $3,800. And, of course, brothers and sisters, you can go on the website. Everything that you need to take a trip of a lifetime for yourself it doesn't have to be with Brother Bomani on any of his tours. But if you really are serious about going to the motherland, going home, checking things out, go to his website, AfricaForTheAfricans.org. Africa for the every all the paperwork, all the forms. All the information about the shots and the, the visa, everything is right there for you. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bamani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bamani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated.org. The brothers and sisters with Habasha Incorporated.org. They, they, I'm telling you, man, it's beautiful. Habashaw stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. And even though they haven't updated that page yet, I hope they do it soon, uh, the information is there for you. The programs that they have, uh, Habashaw Works, Back to Our Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Urban Green Jobs, The Golden Growers, the Kashi Project that, that they unveiled uh, last month, back in October, in Ghana. And uh, so go to Habashaw. Corporate.org. Ledge. Ledge Group stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. And the land, Ledge deals in the four areas of human existence. Without the four areas of human existence, humans wouldn't exist. <laughs> That's right. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. In 12 different, uh, 12 projects in six different countries with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group Ledge for land, for the land for the environmental development for group economics. A-B-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I-A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I-A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I-A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I-A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I-A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I-
uh, from this moment on for quite a while. You want to see children. You want to see grandchildren, great-grandchildren. You want all those things to happen. And believe me, a healthier you would probably be better suited to making that happen. So contact Brother Jabril. If you want to contact him through, through his email, smypharmacy at gmail, smypharmacy at gmail, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com, smypharmacy. Mississippi, Brother Moses West Foundation, the Jackson Water Rescue, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. Man, brothers and sisters, I'm asking you to go online to the MosesWestFoundation.org. The MosesWestFoundation.org. See for yourself. Hopefully you'll see and understand and become a donor. Become a donator. Okay? Because believe me, this is, this is something that is going to be ongoing. We need water. As human beings, there's nothing more important to our life than water. We can go days without food. Some of us could go even months <laughs> without some food, but we can't go but two or three days, three days. Maybe on that fourth day, you start acting. Try to go a week without water. There it is. Water, the water rescue program. Yep. Wadada's, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in the West End here in Atlanta on Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard up the street from where I live. That's right. Wadada is right across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. They have delicious smoothies and fruit drinks and all kinds of, there's a health food component in there. They serve vegan food on Saturdays and Sundays. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore, Mama Nia. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, and all kind of good stuff at the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. That is east of here off of I-20, Interstate 20. Going east from Atlanta. You make that exit, I think it's exit 74. Make a left and then stay on that street that takes you to, that's the main street for the city of Lithonia. And on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Brother Gazim de Ajamu. Give him a call at 770-305-607. Excuse me. 770-305-607. 6373-770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. The next exit up from the uh, black dot off of I-20 is exit number 75, Turner Hill Road. You get you take that exit, make a right, go down three lights on the third right, on the third light, make a right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market in and Stonecrest. And that's Stonecrest. It's not life on your Stonecrest. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> us lifting us to Thursday night broadcast tomorrow night from 9 to 10 on Blog Talk Radio. That's Blog Talk 
radio.com forward slash ULU. Name of the program is Dare to Win. Every Thursday night from 9 to 10. If you want to call, to call in, to listen, or to call in to give your questions or comments or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us. Brother Abijah, the homeland village and cultural gift shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abijah's got it going on, family. He his place is packed. He's got furniture. He's got clothing. He has, oh man, so much stuff. Books, DVDs, CDs, incense, jewelry, you name it. And he has a vegan restaurant. That's right, on the premise. He has a vegan restaurant on the premise. They're open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Give Brother Abijah a call at 478 478- Two five six one one six six. That's four seven eight. Two five six one one six six. Homeland Village, a cultural gift shop, bookstore, and so much more. It's got it going on. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop, located forty-one forty Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth two twenty-five. Give my sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Aidi, Sister Gabriel, really Sister Gabby has been doing a great job as best as she can to help educate, keep our children healthy, and put them in the right position. Brothers and sisters, give Sister Gabby Go online to her website. Go online to the website and uh, make a donation. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash I-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash I-E-T-I dot org. Sister Gabby. Akaban, Baba Varudi and Mama Yah. The, the, the institute is Still going strong, and uh, but they always use can use the help, particularly in the financial area. So go to Akaban Institute, P.O. Box. Sit and make your check or money order out to Akaban Institute, P.O. Box one zero seven eight six, Atlanta, Georgia three zero three one zero. If you want to use PayPal, Yabrudi at Yahoo. You want to use Cash App. Dollar sign Yah Y A A M Baruti B R U T I, and you can make a contribution on a continuous basis, which will be greatly appreciated. Also, to Baba Baruti's books, go to akabenhouse.com. Akabenhouse.com. Get ready for Kibuka, remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. This is the 17th annual Kibuka. It will be live, but also screened. Okay? It'll be streamed. It'll be live, and you can attend it if you're in the Atlanta area at the Sweet Spot, 675 Metropolitan Parkway here in Atlanta. The donation is $20 a family, 15 a couple, 
10 for adults and 5 for the youngins. November 19th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Kibuka. All right. Um, get ready for the Inye Saison. That's what we're talking. That's what we're going to deal with today, brothers and sisters. The Inye Saison. You know that um, the Inye Saison, I tell you, when I uh, have whatever topic I may have, and uh, I get the Inye Saison, and bam. But I'm still going to read yesterday's and today's. But I'm going to, uh, today on the program, talk about uh, the first month and from the first book of Yenye Sesem. That bubble, he has two books on Yenye Sesem. So I'm going to read from the first book. Okay? This is also from the first book. It is the 8th, November 8th. November 8th, African proverb. The person who is ever ready for war is never defeated. The person who is ever ready for war is never defeated. African proverb. Interestingly, some Africans claiming to be warriors are not quite sure that we are at war. They hedge on certainty because in their minds, there is not an ample evidence before them at this particular moment, even though they are fully conscious of, the, of our enemies' consistent historical record of genocide against us. They sit waiting for new, definite, observable sign, presumably from the heavens or sneaking up to their back door in full armor with safeties off. They wait foolishly in fear of taking the first step or any step. However, others of us are clear. We know, we are certain. We need no additional proof of the onslaught. We need no more litanies. The senseless, unprovoked, vicious murder of one African was enough evidence. Therefore, the conversation was over centuries ago. None of what they have to offer. The treacherous smiles, worthless trinkets, whitewashed degrees, lying media, nothing, nothing that could possibly offer will cause us to question their genocidal intent. We know them. We have no friends among our enemies, only sources of information, if that. Nothing changes us from being in a state of war and readiness short of our return to power. And even then, readiness will always be with us forever. We are ever ready, always in a state of preparedness, survival bag ready, battle gear in hand. We will never be caught off guard again. Ashe. Affirm, I am ready. Affirm, I am ready. November 9th. Intellectual disobedience is the ultimate act of decolonization. Move over. It is the hallmark of a liberated mind. Let me read that again. Intellectual disobedience is the ultimate act of decolonization. Move over. It is the hallmark of a liberated mind. Uhuru, Hotep. Uhuru, Hotep. 
We must shield our children from the intellectual insanity of others' psychosis. However, to teach, we must know who we are and what our children must equip themselves to do. Becoming African-centered thinkers requires that we reconceptualize our reality in African terms and ways of knowing and doing. As a function of correctly defining, incorporating, and acting as Africans, our reality naturally changes. Power shifts and balance returns. Power shifts and balance returns. It is a process of visualization and activation. Because we think so, it becomes so. Reconceptualizing is the process of searching out and or creating more appropriate terms and especially meanings to terms that better fit the logically self-interest nation-building politics of our research and agenda. The true purpose of study is to teach the student about his or her power. Acquiescence was one with one's power is the only means by which an individual can determine and fulfill his or her own destiny. And if the individuals forming a nation do not know and cannot act on their power, the power of their people's asili, the power of their culture, the power manifest in them through their ancestors, then they do not constitute a nation. It is only in an exaggeration of powerlessness. Disassociated individuals easily victimized by other nations on missions of exploitation and domination. Affirm, I am reconceptualizing our reality in African terms. I'm affirm, I am reconceptualizing our reality in African terms. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. That's what we're going to deal with today. Well, of course, we say something about this election. You know, of course, uh, the tallies have to come in yet. So that's that's what's happening with the election. The tallies have to come in still. And they knew that because of early voting and write-in candidates. I mean, uh, mail-in, mail-in ballots. To me, they should be the mail-in ballots. There's a deadline date that the mail-in ballots have, which is usually a week before the election and the day of the election before, or the day before the election, those ballots, those ballots should be tallied and put in to the count. So you can have a count, a more accurate account of the early voting and the mail-in ballots along with the voting of that day. Bam, that's what you have that evening. As simple as that. You know, I, I, to me it is, I don't know. But uh, there's some, uh, there's some um, that were so close to call that they can't call them until today, I guess. But, you know, I'm hoping, you know, what I said on Monday, and I played that piece off of uh, Bill Maher's program, because there was a lot of, a lot of speculation that the Republican would take back the House and possibly the Senate. And it's, com- it's going to be close on both. They may not do the Senate, but they'll take back the House very narrowly. And of course, if they do that, 
the Biden administration's efforts will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll they'll mess with him for the next year and a half, two years. You know, gridlock him, stymie him. You know, I, I really do hate this partisan this 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 partisan politics. I hate this system. You know. Because it shouldn't be about Democrat or Republican. It should be about what is going to be best for this country and to move it forward. But I don't ever see that happening anyway, so I can give less than a rat's ass about the partisan politics of this country. You know, one is Stacey Abrams to win. Well, Brother Oshie, did you out vote? Hell no, I didn't vote. Hell, I ain't voted in years. It's not a, to me, if you're a, you know, if you're a Pan-Africanist, I'll vote for that. I'll vote for, uh, uh, you know, what's happening in that respect, but no. I care about voting. You know, none of these cats who are running for office, men or women, none of these people who uh, ascend to the governorships or, or state government or local government or mayors or whatever, no. You know. But I see that... Uh, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker have to do it again at the beginning of next month, beginning of December. And and to me, if Herschel Walker didn't get him yesterday, he's not going to get him. You had to have 50%. Warnock beat him yesterday, but he only had 49%. He only had 49%. So, the third party candidate, a a libertarian candidate, I think had about 80,000 votes. And so, those 80,000 votes, the majority of those votes, if those individuals of the libertarian party, uh, if those individuals choose to vote in that election, they're more than likely will vote for Raphael Warnock. And that's why I, I believe that Raphael Warnock will win the runoff vote. Like he did, like he did with Kelly Leffler, that was a horsehead heifer. <laughs> I could stare. <laughs> yeah, I was glad he was. Yeah, and then of course John Offsoff, who was the other candidate in that runoff, <sighs> you know, beat the other Republican. I can't, I can't think of his name because I'm glad I can't. But he ran. He ran um, uh, as a uh, for governor against Brian Kemp, who I can't stand. I hate. I mean, I hated that uh, the sister lost, and I knew she was going to lose. I think any rational thinking person would have known that she was going to lose, unless Brian Kemp did something very stupid, said something very well. He said things very stupid, but he's also done some stupid things, but. That does not mean that you're still going to lose your election because the partisan politics of this, okay, he's a, he's a Republican, I'm a Republican, we'll put him in, we want him in there anyway. We want a Republican in there. So even Herschel Walker, we're going to vote for him because he's a Republican and we need that seat. We want to, to recapture the Senate. So it's not about who you are, what your plans are, how you want to... Uh, implement those plans 
how you want to work with Congress, how you want to work with the Senate, how you want to work with the uh, counties in your state as governor, uh, how you want to work with the older persons as you as the mayor. No. It's slandering your opponent, lying. I hate this system, man. I really do. I really do. Uh, Mandela Barnes, uh, my friend Jesse, Jesse Barnes' son. I've known Jesse, went to school with him. His son, Mandela Barnes, became the lieutenant governor and, uh, of Wisconsin, statewide election. You know, so they figured they could beat and defeat Ron Johnson, who was an election denier, who did some things to try to send alternative electors. All those things should have precluded him from running. The same as Marjorie Taylor Greene here in the state of Georgia. She should not have been able to run. She ran against a brother, brother with the cowboy hat. I can't remember his name, you know, and uh, she defeated him because in that district, in the northeastern, no, excuse me, northwestern portion of the state of, of Georgia is predominantly, even though we're all over the state, but there are certain areas of Georgia where it's just the, the Caucasian predominance is visible and felt and so that's the situation there so she she won re-election which of course she should never have been elected we see that from the beginning and she's shown in hell shouldn't have been re-elected but that's how the politics of this day goes you know and there's a few others and a few surprises here and there but uh, I believe I believe that the um House is going to be turned over to the Republicans because it's just that close. It's just that close, you know, and that the um, um, Senate, because Warnock is going to win the, and and, and it may come down to that again, but we'll see. It may come down to whether or not he can uh, win Oh, he! I just know he's going to win the runoff. I'm just sorry. I think I know he's going to win the runoff because, um, you know, um, those votes from the Libertarian will more than likely go to him. There, in fact, many say that if the governor of that state, along with a Senate candidate from that state, were running. They will pull each other. If they're both doing well, they will pull each other. You know, but um, now that wasn't that wasn't the possibility for them. You know, that wasn't the possibility. And so, yeah, yeah. Because, see, there were some people uh, there were some people um, excuse me in those states that the people who voted for governor such as here you know uh, Brian Kemp won handily. Stacey Abrams conceded last night but though that did not translate to people who voted for him voting for Herschel Walker. Otherwise, he would have been ahead. 
and maybe even beyond the 50% threshold if that were the case. Some of those Caucasians and maybe some Negroes who voted for Kemp could not vote for Walker. Definitely wasn't going to vote for uh, um, Warnock, but they couldn't vote for Walker. Yep. So, mm, another storm is aiming for Florida. And based upon what I saw this morning on the news, it's aiming for the middle, same middle section that got hit in Florida. Man. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I wonder if Lauren Boebert won. I'm glad Fetterman won in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and... um, what was the other one? Michigan. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. The mayors were reelected. The mayors. The governors were, were reelected. And uh, the senators. Unfortunately, not, for, not in Wisconsin. But um, the governors were reelected in those states. Yeah. So already in Arizona. <laughs> Trump election denier sees on Arizona voting machines as problems. Yeah, I bet. Because what's her name? She's 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 gonna lose in Arizona with her cocky ass. He's win. He's toxic. The media is unfair to him. He also has loses. Uh, yeah, they're gonna lose. Since I'm talking about this right now, let's uh, get some callers in. 404, 404, good after, good morning, I should say. 404, hey, good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Uhuru. <laughs> Research yes, West. Sir. Research West. Yes, Uhuru, sir. my brother. How you yep. doing, man? Hey, I'm enjoying the clown show, man. But before I get to that, man, uh, only two reasons I vote to get on the jury do to let my people go. And the <laughs> other one is, uh, uh, your tax dollars going to you, to the people, uh, that can make uh code when you're cold uh uh zoning codes and uh mm-hmm. and school board and sure. that's why I vote man because you just vote for the people that's gonna do right in your in your uh zip code where they don't put up the wrong shit well, in your uh, uh neighborhood like well, uh a dump or something man yeah well that's so hopefully that's, that's the case I vote. that's the case but but to me whether you vote or you don't vote you still as a citizen have every right. To petition them, have every right to have a recall on them, and all those other things, whether you vote or you don't vote. But I, but I hear you though, because by you voting, you definitely feel that you should be able to go down to his or her office, you know, when you know they're yeah. doing wrong, and state your case. I agree mm-hmm. with you on that point, brother. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, 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 and with this clown show, man, because you, you, when you get when the people get to the top, they run by the corporations finance both sides of the damn plate, man, mm-hmm. or the wing or the bird. Yeah. So that right there is a joke. But well, far as Georgia, man, I look at it as a clown show, man. A bunch of cartoon characters. Mm. You got Stacy looking like a wet nurse back in uh, Angie Mima come up <laughs> there. And then you got the field Negro, Herschel, against the house Negro and looking like uh, 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 some little rascal stymie in buck, <laughs> buckwheat, man. Stymie him. You know what I'm talking about, bro? 
Oh, damn, bro. <laughs> and, and you got Paul Hong Lee, Hong Kong Sanders, and Kim. Man, it's a cartoon character, man. Y'all saw who he is. I say, I say, I say, I say, all that crazy stuff, man. It's a joke, bro. And yeah. so with Stacey, man, she, she was doing all this whole black girl magic. Black girl magic and, and don't work without no black man, man. Well, okay, they got all these old strong black women stomping around with their fists balled up trying to be a man. Well, let's let's be the real. You know, there are more American African women than there are men, particularly of voting voting age and voting participation. That's a fact. But I think one of the things that the sisters understood that they needed was those brothers to come out to vote for her. But that wasn't going to put him, that wasn't going to put her in the position just brothers and sisters doing it she needed the latinos she needed the caucasian yeah. women she needed yeah. the caucasian women but what she sh- should have understood and seen that mm-hmm. the, usually the caucasian women vote with their man you know yep that's right that's because that was her, her speech i'm sorry go ahead her speech last night yeah yeah her speech um, last night damn she could have brought her dad or her brother up there you know what i'm saying okay Just to be the optics man Okay. Okay. This old, these, I'm like I say, man. This old, these, they don't trick these black women. Talking about strong black woman, man. And then what we, they got us calling our car and our house beautiful, and the women strong, man. Mm. See, we we don't been tricked and fooled, man, by this lesbian strong black woman stuff, mm. man. Mm-hmm. You take two fists to knock them. Uh, I'm out to come. Take two fists to knock somebody out, man. <laughs> a woman and a man. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about two feet to walk, man. Two feet to walk. Until we, until we, until they figure out the brothers, we figure we already know how this go, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's fun to be alive to see yes, all it this is, here, brother. Uh, uh, clown yeah. show, man, because it's coming to an end. Even that, uh, did you see that moon yesterday morning? Last night, oh, the, oh, the, the blood, the moon? blood, blood moon they had. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, I was driving. Yeah, I was driving my grandson, driving my grandson mm-hmm. uh, back from practice and so forth, and. uh as we were driving, man, I, he said, he said uh, well, he calls me Babu, which is uh, African for mm-hmm. grandfather. Hey, Babu, look at the blood moon. Because I wasn't paying attention. I was yeah. driving. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. But yeah. see, Oshie, uh, with that moon, see, we, they got us to fit, uh, uh, defining what it is that we saw in their terms. See, I looked at it, too. And you know what it looked like? I saw I saw the damn thing looking copper, man, like a copper, big copper penny. Mm. And that's us. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't need them to define uh, their definition of what I see, because whatever their definition is going to be jacked up. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. So they they no blood moon. Uh, ain't no damn. That's copper, man. That's yeah. turning black, man. <laughs> turning brown, man. Like a big brown. That's right. Like a big black. Like the fish, bronze. Like, like the bronze fish, that it is. Like the bronze that. Yeah, they, like a big black fish, man. Yeah, like the bronze we are. Like the meat. I hear you, yeah, brother. So, okay, man. So I mean, it's fun time to be alive. Even the universe showed us what's happening, man. The moon turned it black on the haze, man. <laughs> it's after the earth with the shadow coming, man. It's fun, man. All right. So there, all brother. we gotta do is realize what time it is and how to roll. Just like I sent you that movie there, uh, Hebrews the Negro. You saw yeah, it, right? Oh, yeah. It's about three or four yeah. hours long. Yeah. And that's what my brother was talking about. But we, we they hate the truth. So, uh, uh, I'll, see, most of us, I don't know if they thought about it. You got to think, when you way up there like that, what kind of consequences might happen? Mm-hmm. So you got to be prepared. So when your ass shoot at the king, you better not miss. Yeah. You fools not. Well, you, you know. You better I'm, not miss, man. I hear huh? you, brother. I hear you. So, all right, brother Research West. 
Yes, sir, man. And uh, uh, stay strong, stay black, man. We got them, man. We stay got listening, em. brother. I appreciate it. Time up. They, time up. They, they clock getting zero pass on them, man. Getting <laughs> ticket to zero for them. And we getting pulled with it. See, the white man, heaven, is a black man hell. So yes, now they're getting in pain. So the white man hell is turning to a black man heaven. Y'all realize that. <laughs> All right, bro. Man. Peace. I still hold. Okay. Research West. Three four seven three four seven. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, brother Oshi. How are you? I'm fine, Jay. How you doing, dear brother? Oh, brother, I'm doing. I'm doing good, man. I'm just smiling at you know how Mammy lost. <laughs> how she wanted to blame black men, but it was that white bitch. And that Baba Louie that yeah. they're in. Right. You know, it, it, I, listen. I, I don't know when black people going to come to the realization that the white woman is just as much, if not more, an enemy exactly. than the, the white man, right. and that the Baba right. Louie is not your friend. Yep. The Baba Louie is not your friend. And, and, and what even more amazed me in Atlanta is. That that dumb son of a bitch, Hershey Walker, got all of the votes that he gets. And let me let me say this to you, and listen to what I'm about to say. Okay. He would have beaten Warnock if he wasn't a bigger asshole as he is. Right. Because a lot right. of people who voted for Kemp, Kemp uh, couldn't stomach Right. Voting for that dumb Negro. Exactly. I just, and, I just and, said and that. Think mm-hmm. about it. Think about it. Mm-hmm. He would have beaten Warnock, and Lord have mercy, then what would have been the narrative? Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what's going to happen with the runoff. The runoff. That's going to be very it's interesting. Gonna, no, bro. it's not. It's going to be just like it happened with the runoff they had with uh, him against Kelly Leffler, that horsehead heifer, and uh, um, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't Listen, know. Ass off. I don't know. No, no. I'm telling you, Jay. And you know, in fact, if you we want to talk later, I'll give you a call later. Let me take some of that. Let me take some of that that, that, that green off your ass. Oh, well, come on with it, baby. <laughs> like no, so no, you ain't no, saying nothing. No, no, you know, hold on, Jay. Listen, long like yours, listen, listen. so we can play, baby. You know, we <laughs> just ahead, won't Jay. tell the public That's how right. much we play. That's but, right. You know, we can do the do do do, as my man <laughs> say. But no, in no. All, all all seriousness, think about it. If they would have voted straight ticket, yeah, Walker and Kemp. Right, Warnock would lose. That and, and and that was pointed out early on last night. I didn't watch a lot of that shit. I you know I I dibble dibble back and forth in it because there really not, wasn't nothing. There were no basketball games. I really wasn't just a little jive uh, mid American football game on some, So I, I I just went back and forth. And and what was said is that if there's a strong governor and a strong Senate race, that that's usually. A, a sign that either the Democrat or Republican you know, that is strong will push one or the other along. But in this case, uh, Kemp could not push Walker because the many people who voted for Kemp could not or felt not they couldn't vote for Walker. They couldn't stomach it. They, couldn't, right. they, couldn't, they couldn't vote for that dumb Negro. Yeah. The Negro is stomach, 
That nigga was dumb as brick in the Toby as Toby so could now, ever be, brother. So, so now, reason he, why. Stefan, fetch it. He's, he's like one of the worst so-called politician Negroes I've ever seen in my life. Well, If he was a Democrat, he couldn't even get in the front door. No, that's for sure. But, but check as this a out. Republican, yeah. He could, he could definitely be used and abused. It's, it's basically child abuse what yeah. they doing to that Negro. <laughs> because that Negro ain't never going to be his own man because he don't have the intellectual capacity to make proper decisions. But check this out also. You know, everybody that basically Trump endorsed laws. Pretty much so. I'm hoping that's the case because not bottom line, to me, anybody who participated and had any inkling, inkling of participating in the insurrection should have lost, like Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Yeah, Ron he, Johnson should have lost. I think there's still a chance, though, from what I, from what I heard, you know, because I'm going to be honest with you, man. You can't trust the, the, the news media. I ain't even going to lie to you. You can't trust them. From my understanding that a lot of the votes haven't been counted right. from Milwaukee, which may be a, right. a stronghold for... Um, for right, for, ben, for Barnes, for, for Mandela Barnes. Yeah, for but check this Mandela out. For check this out. I, I, I would hope so, but that's why I said early on in the, in the program in terms of voting, the the early voting that, you, that took place and the mail-in voting that took place, all of that should be incorporated in the, the the day before the election happens. So then all that is tallied together by eight, nine, ten o'clock, you have the count. That's what should have happened. But listen to this. The um third party candidate is a libertarian, Warnock Walker, is a libertarian who garnered eighty thousand votes. Yeah. Most of that vote is gonna go to uh, um, Warnock. Most okay. of that, most of that vote is going to go to Warnock. Warnock already was leading Walker by thirty-five thousand votes, by thirty-five thousand votes. But Warnock did not meet the threshold of fifty percent or more, so that's why yeah. you have this runoff. So in the runoff, Which, he'll win. Well, well, a a a. Listen, uh-huh. I hope for. You- for, I hope for people in Atlanta that that he do, but it's it, it's gonna now show what each party is really about because that may be the swing vote for the Senate, and they gonna push a lot a lot of money in there. Sure. And I and, sure. and I wonder, and I I really wonder how much money that Latasha Brown and her crew is getting in comparison to what else is being spent. Because, you know, I was checking out Roland's show last night, and I'm going to have to give the guy credit. He do a hell of a job. He do a hell of a job in regards to being a Negro and putting forward the Negro peeing analysis <laughs> in regards to politics. Yeah. I got to give the Negro yeah. his credit, man. He has yeah. he has the Negro peeing on display pushing this shit. Yeah. Excuse my language, but, no, but you're right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was saying how St. Clair Media got millions and millions of dollars, over 200 
million dollars or more in the advertisement okay. funds. Okay, a political from yeah. The, 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 you know, the political sure. season. Yeah. You know what he said? He said he only got 158000 mm. Now, That's think about this. That's penance. Think about this. Yeah. He's the only show that have on these so-called Negro P, black correspondents or whatever the hell you want to call them. I call them notebook pushers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Vote pushers or party pushes or whatever. Now, when you look at CNN, mm-hmm. they probably got three or four blacks. Mm-hmm. If you look at MSNBC, they probably got around six blacks. But I could honestly tell you, last night's show, Roly Poly had over 30, 35 black people talking about it. They all, now they all were, you know, 90% of them was all Democrats. Right. 10% was Republicans. But I'm going to tell you something, man. I got to give the man his props mm-hmm. for what he's doing. I got to I gotta give him his props. Now, I don't agree with everything that he's saying. I would hope that he would really, really put some pressure on the Democratic Party and corporate media in regard to this whole media situation and advertisement and the money and all that. Because the realization, Boyce, Watkins, Dylan, and the rest of them so-called woke, new black media Negroes, they jokes. Yeah. They don't do no real serious analysis. They jokes. And if you don't know what a joke is, listen to the Negroes and listen to rolling with an open with an open air. Regardless if he's pushing the democratic platform or not. He talking about something. Mm-hmm. He trying to get black people who are in that hemisphere to do certain things. Boyce Watkins and, and, and Dylan and the Darren Muhammad, the rest of them, they full of yeah. sugar honey and yeah. tea. They ain't saying nothing. And they ain't collectively coming together and generating no money evil. You see what I'm saying? So the bottom line is this. We got to figure out how we going to be able to make demands on our pressure. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Jay, I agree with you, but the whole bottom line is that status quo is always to be maintained. That that oh, how does that, that, that and then and and having Caucasian run this stuff that is for them to do. You are you are just to help facilitate that happening. That's the mindset. But let me let me throw this out to you right quick. I heard well, I saw it on Twitter earlier today. The clown Negro, one of the finest bootlickers there is, Joe Madison. <laughs> said that they should get rid of Jamie Harrison. <laughs> I is, just had to laugh. Who is Jamie Harrison? I just had to laugh. He said they should get rid of the head of the DNC, Jamie Harrison, which is a oh. black man. Oh. <laughs> the Democratic National Committee? The Democratic National huh? Committee? He's the head of yeah. a Democrat, a black person? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, that, yeah. Uh, He's a 
He the head of it. What you call him? What you call him? Joe Madison said they should get rid of him. <laughs> I guess he didn't. He didn't produce enough. But I don't care what nobody say. They produce more than what was expected of them. Yeah, because I mean, I mean they, let's be honest. Yeah, I, you know what, Jay? I would agree with you because just looking at the situation, they're still close. They're still close to call as it as it relates to Congress. And I do believe that yeah. they maintain that they may maintain the Senate, you know. But if they lose yeah, well, Congress, it'll, you know, it's just that those even Republicans, if they lose Congress, he ain't gonna be able to do nothing. what he think he's gonna be able right. to do, he do because he got too many other sickle fans yeah. in there. And knowing how Trump get down, he gonna manipulate yeah. them because now what done happened to him yesterday when he make his announcement. On next Tuesday, that he running for president, it's already been told yeah. that they don't want him. They don't want him. You know what I mean? They really want DeSantis, who, if the truth be told, is more scarier than Trump because he's smarter than Trump. He's smarter, he's younger, and he's more devious than Trump. And you see what he did in Florida. And look what happened to Val Demons. How could, you know, that's why I tell you, man, white women and Baba Louise are not your friends. Yeah. They're not your friends. And so you as a candidate, right, so you as a candidate thinking that you're going to get, you know, (laughs) Caucasian women and and, and Latinos to uh, go along with your candidacy, I think you're foolish. Because history bears out that that's not the case. That usually Caucasian women vote with their Caucasian men. You know? And now that the Latinos are here and seeing how this stuff operates and so forth, they side with the Republicans. They think they have a better shot with Republicans than they do. Early on when they first came here, no, they were Democratic because they were constantly being dogged out and discriminated against. But as soon as they started getting a little... You know, uh, working together and getting a little property and getting a little money here, some influence there. You see how it was uh, in California when yeah. when those Latinos start calling people niggas and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just reality, man. And, and, and see, the only way that Karen Bass can win in California is based on if the Latino got behind her. And you know, based on what just happened a couple of weeks ago, the Latino ain't gonna get behind up like that, cause there's friction now. Yeah, that nobody wants to really deal with and address. But the bottom line boils down to this: you still in danger in the country because you got sickle friends who not gonna do anything. Yeah, and the and the biggest problem, and I'll say this to anything and anyone. The biggest problem with the Democratic Party is their messaging and their organization because they're too busy trying to chase after white people instead of solidifying the base that they have. It's just like what happened to Gary Chambers in Louisiana. Here it is. They dead last and damn near everything. And this mofo get 800,000 votes and Chambers only get 200 and some thousand. Mm. When you know mm. that white man ain't going to do nothing for you. Right. And that goes to show the empathy of black folks who if they just came out and voted, 
then there may be a, been a difference and maybe there could be a chance that they could get some services. Because, see, the reason why black people don't vote and nobody really talks about it and nobody really addresses it, honestly, is because black people feel they don't get nothing in return for their vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how young people feel. That's how people in, in the millennial feel. They feel they get nothing for their vote. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't. That's, that's why, why they, they do it. That's why yeah. they they don't don't do it yeah. because they don't see how they receive anything, how their life is any different or any better or, when they do vote for right. these sickle things. Yeah. So well, listen, brother. I, I got to But oh, she glad in it, and um, I'll catch up with you in the in the bottom of the next hour, man. All, all right, and, I'm so glad Mammy didn't win. I don't know what to do with. She can't blame black men. She can't blame white women and the Baba Louie. All right, brother. Blame white Jesus. <laughs> Bye, Jay. Talk, talk to you later. I'm going to put you on hold, bro. Peace. All right. <laughs> Unknown caller. Is that you, brother Paul? Baba Ochi. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Babalu, Baba Ochi, you have to translate for me and tell me what a Babalu is. Oh, the Babalui, oh, that's that was a character from a, a cartoon from many decades ago when I was a kid, uh, <laughs> a Huckleberry Hound. He When he played the character of uh, uh, <laughs> he, his little small, <laughs> the smaller dog was his friend Babalui. <laughs> and he played the I tell you what, right? I tell you what, um, I tell you what, Baba. Uh, but, you know, Oshie, you got it wrong, Oshi. Uh, Let what? me tell him what it is, okay, right? Go quick. ahead. A Baba, a Baba Louis is a Puerto Rican. That's that's what it is. A Puerto Rican and Latino. When I say not Baba a Louis, I'm referring to Latino. So Latino. Right? So is a Mexican or is it Puerto Rican? Because you know Mexican. It don't make a difference. It don't make a difference. So that's why. That's what Latino. I was saying. It's so a Latino. So Mexican or Puerto Rican, and it came yeah. from, and that's it came, and it came from the cartoon character. That's where it well, came from. Okay. Yeah. Baba Lou. Who gives a damn? <laughs> I'm just stating the fact, Jay. Talk to you later. Uh, me, <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go, yeah, go ahead, Paul. Let me just say this, Baba. Um, you know, I, I love our brother Jay, you know. I me love too. Him. Sometimes I want to kick the radio in when he's, when he's on one, but he's brilliant. And I want, I want you know, when I first found um, Time for Awakening, um, brother Elliot, he, he suggested to me that I um, do a show on his platform. Right. You know, it's something it's something um, I like to do. But you know, sometimes when you're tied up with your responsibilities and uh, you're trying to earn money to keep keep things going, it's it's quite difficult to commit to time. Yeah. But you know, if if I was to have a if I was to do something, I'd base it on politics because I think it would be a good to that type of thing, you know, and he, you know, and I want him, to, I want him to realize this as well. You know, so much of us have so much talent, right? Um, you, you also, we got so much. You know, I don't even think we realize. No, we don't. We don't realize the talent we have. You know, and I'm not talking about uh, just talent to speak to our own people. We we have free talent. We have global talent. You know, because. I'm listening to you, and I know what feels with many people here. I, I can hear it, and I know that we have, you know, have many followers here. 
And if you can have many followers here, I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. You can have many followers here. You can have many followers in the world. And I tell you why. Because you see this country, England, no matter what you think of it, right? Mm -hmm. Destiny to, to have a say in everything that goes on around the world. That's what they do. And you, you know that. You know, the BBC. Right. The BBC is everywhere on everywhere. the planet. That's right. But there's no platform like the BBC. Even, I have to be honest with you, there is none. Every country on this planet, mm -hmm. BBC is in. Yep. That, that's how these people mind. So, you know, you can take good and bad. The point I'm trying to make is that in order to, to, to navigate around, around what these people do, sometimes you have to think with them. Sometimes you have to fight fire with fire, meaning that we take our talents and spread it globally. Understand? Mm -hmm. Spread our talents. And, you know, on, on, on these kind of things, on the, the only reason I can speak to you the way I do is through the internet technology. That's the only reason. That's the only reason I can hear you and I can, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm working out. But the right. only reason I can listen in and speak to you now is because of the internet. And we've That's got, great. We've got to use, have to use this thing right. we have to, to use the this full platform. potential. Yes, I agree. The fullest potential. Because yes. if we don't, if we, if we talk, Look, let, let me just say it like this. Sometimes when I listen to these, these platforms, most of these people are speaking to each other like they're in their bedroom, <laughs> realizing that they're speaking to the world. And anyone can access to anywhere around the world. That's you right. understand? That's right. And that, to me, is a little bit of a problem because it's about, it, that's, that suggests to me that they're ignorant. They, they're ignoring the fact speaking to the world. So, you know, we've got no excuses is what I'm trying to say, Baba Ochi. Mm -hmm. We have no excuses. We don't have excuses from the Babalu. We don't have no excuses <laughs> from the white woman. We don't have no excuses from the white man. We have the potential right now to touch anywhere on the planet. And we have to amplify it and do that. That's what we must do. And people like you, like Brother Jay, and all the contributors, mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking about the contributors, uh, um, um, Baba Ochi. Because look, I, I have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Silence, silence. What silence is? Silence is implied violence. Tell me why silence is implied violence. These people have an agenda for us, and if mm -hmm. you stay silent, stay silent on this agenda. Me, the agenda will reach your doorstep, and it will reach you in a way where you don't even recognize it. It will reach you. We cannot afford to stay silent on on these issues. Understand? I'm not saying to come on these platforms and tell the world secret service and their agents all our business. I'm not saying that. But we must be vocal using this technology mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. what's going on. They want it to be quiet. They want us to be silent. They don't want you in the US of A, United Snakes, or whatever you want to call it. They don't want you to let us know what's going on there. Divide and conquer is their greatest weapon. You get where I'm coming from, Baba. Right. I agree. And that's it. Divide and conquer. The and, they've been, and they've been doing where, where that for hundreds, if not thousands Sorry. of years against people outside themselves. You know, when, when, when they fell into that decline after the fall of, of, of Rome and they were in that medieval or dark age, you know, all the way from the like 7th, 6th century when Islam was uh, ravishing North Africa and, and went up into Spain in the uh, western part of Europe, you know, Spain and Portugal, and ruled Europe for 700 years. But when they started to come out of that, Martel and Charlemagne and so forth, they said, we have warred amongst ourselves, and believe me, 
The Europeans are a warring people. They love to absolutely. kill. Absolutely. They absolutely. Love it. Absolutely right. You know, but when they came out of that, they say we may war amongst ourselves, but we're going to come together on those who are outside mm-hmm. of us and we're going to dominate. And that's what happened. And that is, that, that is absolutely profound. And yeah. that is absolutely bang on point. That is so right, you know. Because mm-hmm. I've always said this, yeah. I've always said this, yeah. Look, the reality of it is this, you know, despite what others may think, this is what I've observed, yeah. To you, um, those who describe themselves as African American or black or whatever they want to describe themselves as, the reality of it is this if every one of you left there tomorrow, turn on each other, you left. Because right here in Europe, right, they don't like each other. I can tell you that. I live here. I'm born here. And in the place I live in, right now, the Welsh want to break away. The Scottish want to break away. Um, mm. You know, right, right up there in Scotland, the Protestants, they fight the Catholics. Right, right there in right, Ireland. Right. And I don't just say fight. They bomb each other to this day. They bomb right. each other. The blood, they kill each other to this day, and the only reason why they don't, the reason why what's stopping them is us. They use us like their excuse. Look, why didn't they want Marcus Garvey to take the um, blacks out of America? Why didn't they just let him go? Because they know the blacks leaves, right? Their problems are going to be each other. The, the Protestants are going to fight with the Catholics. The English are going to fight with the Irish. That's what's going to happen. The Germans are going to turn on the English. That's what will happen. That's why they don't want you to leave. So don't let them fool you. Don't let them give you the impression that they have the ultimate power over you. Because they ain't. And I'll tell you something about this you call the Jew. The Jew is very... I have to give it to him. I have to give it to him. He uses his brain and his intellect, right? Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he sits in the background. In the background. Right? Because he's warring with them. Because he claims he's... Right. He claims that, yeah? Yep. Claiming some black, he's claiming some blackness. Well, we know what the, the truth of that is. But the truth of the matter is, is that he is fighting for his supremacy. How come we don't talk about their supremacy, Jewish supremacy yet? Fighting for his supremacy. So he sits in the background and turns this one against that one, that one against this one, this one against that one, and that's how he works. And while they're all fighting, he supplies weapons to one, to the other, all right, and benefits from the all lot of it. So, you know if. Of us, I, I think I'm born a fighter and I'm ready to fight. I, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to die, I'm ready to live. So I'm ready to fight to live. But the bottom line is, I have to die, so be it. The mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, we have the power. We have the power to decline. We have the power to refuse. We have the power not to get involved. Politics or whatever social engineering scheme. We have that power. We do. But we have to know ourselves. That's right. Know ourselves before we can execute that power. Baba Ochi, what you do every day, you could sit on the beach and retire. I know you're retired. Baba Ochi, I know that you put your neck on the line. That's what you did in your life because you're a fireman. And I know mm-hmm. being a fireman couldn't be easy because you put your neck on the line for others. Sure. You are up there in the high esteem of man. Not everybody's willing to put their neck on the line and give their life. You did that. That was your career. And right now, you could be sitting in the beach, taking your retirement money and living it up, right? Mm-hmm. But you are giving it back to the people. So I will not stop saying, for me, Elder, you're at the higher end. Well, the talk, well, I know who's who. I can read it. I've got that type of intellect. Yeah. But you, I put you at the well, higher end of that. human being. I thank, thank you, you for that, Brother Paul. Know, I do. I appreciate that. I'm humble. 
No, it's the truth, brother. It's mm. the truth. Listen to you. I've listened very carefully, and I've been I've been attentive to what you've been saying and who you are. Right? I know you told us that you brought up your daughter, and I want you to talk more about that. I want mm. you to talk more about men who bring up their daughter. I know you're real. I know you haven't abandoned your children. I know who you are. I know what you're worth. That's why I will make the time to contribute and let others know who. All the way across the pond, I will yeah. let them know who you are. And you and you and you have done that. I appreciate that. You've made many connections, I'll, I'll keep man. Doing that. I've been and, on radio and, and programs in the I'm UK. Gonna... Yes, sir. Early in the morning. The hey. last thing I'm going to say. Early in the morning the thing too. I say, <laughs> yes, I want to say. Yeah. Last thing I want to say on this. Yeah. I know many of you are listening. I want you to get others to listen because we've got to recruit others. We've got to uh, uh, evangelize for others. We can't just sit back and listen to the message, right? We've got to evangelize. Tell others to come on. Tell others to contribute. Mm-hmm. They need to say, they need to say yeah. to the world. Because this technology, I'll remind you again, is going around the world. You need to know who you are. Because this mass manipulating media is telling us pure and utter lies. And it's very convincing. Because it gives us a picture of who you are. And, who you, and what I hear is not really who you are. I know who you are. You know, don't, don't underestimate the power of this platform. I and agree. the power of the ability to go around the world. And, and silence to say this silence is not a strategy right now a strategy and we need to develop strategies if they take away your vote okay thing you have is your voice and your voice is not given by a man it's given by the divine so you have to use your voice i hear you my brother i appreciate you i got another call on mcdicta's call you stay you hang on brother paul all right okay my sister how you doing sister idea oh greetings Greetings, my sister. How are you? Yeah, enjoying the program, and I'm agreeing with Paul. Yeah. Uh, I to you, and also I say to uh, Brother Paul too, and I, I'm agreeing with that message of, of us uh, working together, uniting and, and building, and uh, you know, Pan Africanism sure. pairs. Yeah. So uh, you know, and you know, I, I just uh, it was, I was we were talking earlier today. Uh, mentioned um, Roland Martin show and I think uh, now I'm agreeing that he does give a, a lot of good information and has um, you know black people African people speaking mm-hmm. so uh, and then he was having he was supportive of Stacey Abrams and he was having real positive commercials about her and mm-hmm. then I, I you know in in, in comparison uh, some of the sta- other stations here, like WLK and some of them, they were constantly um, bashing her, demonizing her, uplifting um, uh, Kemp. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just ad nauseum I, uh, <laughs> how, how that was going. Yeah. So I think that um, uh, I, I see the sister as a, a strong black woman. I think she's educated. Um, I listened to her debate, and she spoke about black men. And I believe her when she said she does love black men. She talked about her brother and her cousin, mm-hmm. her father, and she said, "I want them to be protected." She, you know, she said she stated that she was against police brutality, mm-hmm. and that uh, she wanted the police to be held uh, accountable mm-hmm. for the atrocious That she wants. Uh, her, her family and other black men to be able to, to 
to, you know, drive a car while being black and not get attacked by the police. Right. And, uh, you know, and so I think that may be part of the uh, one of the reasons also uh, why, um, you know, she didn't win in the election, too. That that part of it. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that, um, you know, black women, uh, just all of us, black women, black men, we go through a lot. And I think yeah, that we, we should have some respect. And not just disparaging because, uh, you know, getting on the air calling the woman an ancient minor and uh, whatever other negative terms they were saying, uh, you know, I, I, I think that that's, I think we ought to be uh, not, uh, we ought to be more unified yeah. in that. Well, and I, 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 I think. Offensive. To black women, I mean, because we got strong black women. When you're strong, you, a lot of times well, you get put down sure, but, but, by the community, by ourselves. Strong, strong black women. Well, let me say this. Let me uh, say this. We me, got many of them. Yeah. Marimba. We got sure. Queen and Zinga. We got well. We we I mean, have so, we have beautiful strong sisters. Yes. American African right. sisters and African sisters, and many of them are supported by men. Okay, yeah, I know that I absolutely. do. I know that I, I do. I this happened to me early on in my political. I was a, I was the vice president of the NACP, and the president was a sister named Chris Bell Navis, who I helped and supported her through her tenure with the NACP until they voted me out because I because <laughs> my ass shouldn't have been in the NACP to begin with. <laughs> but let me just say this: in a statewide election, I believe. Anywhere in this country, in a statewide election, American African men and women will not tally enough votes for that one person to win. That person who's running, male or female, they're going to need Latinos and they're going to need some Caucasians, men or women, to put them over the top. Because Stacey Abrams, she lost by a hell of a lot more yesterday than she did uh, back in uh, 2016. You she know. got over a million votes. She did get a significant amount of votes. Or 2018, rather, excuse me. Oh, no, she did. But yes. she did, But she got dusted. And the white people, the white women was, was aligning with Kim. Of course. You know, even even in spite of yes. what they fight, you know, about right. the legend, about the So what the, I'm saying is. Abortions and things. Right, so what I'm saying is. That, if you run, so, yes, I think she was getting attacked from a whole lot of ways. Now, if you run a statewide election and you are elected to position and you're running against a Caucasian, particularly male or even female, mm-hmm. you know, and you won because you were truly the best candidate or the best organized. Now, there's there's no doubt to me that Stacey Abrams was that. She's definitely the better candidate because I can't stand I can't stand Kemp. And and, and, and and she was organized. But the money, even though she uh, uh, um, fundraise well beyond him. She had more money than Kemp. You know? And, and no, I didn't he, know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, at least that's what, that's what was reported. But the bottom yeah. line is she, she, oh, man, it's almost 1230. Let me, let me play this music so I can take a break, Sister Abby. You stick with us, okay, dear? Or if you can. Yeah, I just Calling her ancient mama and all that. We, I, we don't need to be getting on the video attacking black women like that. I, I, I was, I, I, I was, that was offensive to me. I just wanted to put that out too. Okay, dear. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and 
you know, we don't have any. Let me go ahead and, and oh, I was going to play Power by Earth, Wind, and Fire, but I changed. That's right, I did. Okay, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. This is a joyful process. Parliament Funkadelic from their America Eats His Young album. So let me, let me go ahead and do this right quick, family, so we can get back on the other side. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspective here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Funkadelic, Parliament, P-Funk, Uncut, The Bomb. That's their album, America Eats Us Young, that cut is a joyful process. One of my favorites of all time. Let's get back to the phone lines, back to the discussion. And uh, once again, if you want to get in on this conversation, it's 215-490-9832. I was going to um, read some stuff from the um, Inye Sesim. The Wisdom of the Inye Sesim and Baba Perudi's narratives after the quote of famous people, you know. And in volume one, the first person that is quoted is Mama Marimba. Can it be an accident? Put my glasses on here. Let's share some more light on the subject. How about that? Yeah. Can it be an accident that the only people who have built an entire culture based on the dominance of others also are the ones who are Caucasian? Look at the history. Look at the history. Can it be an accident that the only people who have built an entire culture based on the dominance of others are also the ones who are Caucasian? Marimba Ani. Can this truly Can this reality truly be an accident? Can a way of heartless, spiritless, lying, raping, pillaging, poisoning, thieving, exploiting, appropriating, destroying, disrespecting, murdering, oppressing, genocidal insanity be repeated day in and day out for centuries on end in ignorance of the originators and primary perpetrators? Can crimes against humanity practice to perfection be without conscious intent can it be an accident that the jealous desires to harm others who have what they can never possess that the hateful deliverer hated to have those who loved him in spite of humanity full of forgiveness and without qualification can it be an accident that the evil naturally begets evil? Can an empty, spiritless, spiritcidal people fully comfortable in their mythological corruption of truth? Mythological, not myth. Mythological corruption of truth, justice and order, the innocence of the destructive crimes they have systematically committed against all creation? Is it, is it, innocence of a quality of a people who do little more than lie and blame others to cover up their wrongs against them. Can a flawless, personally concealed record of transgressions against innocence be merely an accidental habit? Warrior scholars have no choice in answering any of all of these questions, for there is a pattern, an unbroken evolved pattern among a people no matter how unthinkable or twisted it may be this is intent 
personality and desire behind it. Affirm, I know this is not an accident. Affirm, I know this is not an accident. Brothers and sisters, you know this ain't no damn accident. This has been pers- This has been on purpose for literally hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yes, they were beaten back. Yes, we they sat at our feet. They sat at our feet to learn science and math and architecture and music, writing and law, religion, you name it, we did it. And they sat there and learned. All the so-called great European uh, Greek scholars, Plato, Aristotle. Yeah, they did. And they came back as conquerors. They took it over and put their face on it. Appropriating all that, that knowledge that they're the father of this and the father of that. Then they went into decline. When the Romans came in and, and took everything and then they went into decline. And then we helped them again. The, the Moors. We helped them again. They sat at our feet and they learned. They came out of that vengeful. They came out of that thirsting for blood. Thirsting to acquire land by any means necessary. Going around the world, taking everybody's stuff in the name of. They never came to bargain. They didn't come to trade. They didn't come. No. They just came to take. I claim this. And the and and their theology and the Pope granted them that that desire. Granted them that right, that privilege to take anything. You must you must bring the infidel under siege. I'm telling you. See, a lot of times we just don't know what we're dealing with. Or a lot of us know what we're dealing with, but we but we're afraid to really call it for what it is. We're afraid to call it for what it is. Yeah. Remember Ani, her book Urugu, brothers and sisters, if you do not have Urugu. That's one of the books that for me, I I say is uh, help me understand and overstand. Help me overstand these issues that are affecting African people based upon the mindset of Urugu. I love the title, Urugu, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior. We have to know, truly have to know who they are so we'll know who we are and what they have done to us. Yeah. But Rudy put it out there at the very beginning, didn't he? Heartless, spiritless, lying, raping, pillaging, poisoning, thieving, exploiting, appropriating, destroying, disrespecting, murdering, oppressing, genocidal insanity be repeated day in and day out for centuries on end in ignorance of the originators and primary perpetrators. It's been happening so long, I don't know, this is just, it happens this way. (laughs) Yeah. 
Our problem is this integration of a sense of peoplehood. Our problem is the disintegration, this disintegration of a sense of peoplehood. Not above four, Dr. Asa Hilliard. Sometimes we have a, sometimes we have to build family anew. There are warriors who have been rejected by immediate blood because of their commitment to be African. I, I know that. <laughs> Believe me, I do. Fear of the known and the unknown drive those without knowledge of self harshly against those with, with it. We cannot allow others' fears to distract us from building healthy, whole African families. We are not trying to fool ourselves with false sense of personal heroism and delusions of being gorillas for a people conscious of their physic, physical, psychological, and spiritual destruction. For we know, or at least should know, that the vast majority of African people want little, if anything, to do with being African. It's a damn shame. Let me repeat that. We know, or at least we should know, that the vast majority of African people want little, if anything, to do with anything African. We've been trained and for so long to, to, to deal with the self-hatred, to be ashamed to be African. Our hair, our nose, our lips, our skin, each other. On this point, we must be truthful. If we are thoughtfully and objectively considered virtually any observable measure of our condition in this cultural wasteland, be it real or imagined, as a people, we continue to sink deeper and deeper into more and more wretched states of menticide. Menticide. As a people, we have become willful collaborators and others conspiratory to commit genocide against us. As re-Africanized nation builders, we do not have to look around the world to see the hatred of many Africans for us. All we need to do is look at our own families and see the hatred for whatever is African that menticide brings. We cannot allow this to force us into isolation from the love of family. Sometimes we have to build family anew. Ashe. Affirm, I am building a healthy, whole African family. Affirm, I am building a healthy, whole African family to build Africa anew. That's, it's difficult. That's why I, I, that's why I always say we must lay down the gauntlet, family. We must lay down the gauntlet. Just like Dr. Dr. Clark, either you're going to be in the house or you're going to be out of the house. Either you're going to be African or not. Either you're going to be African or not. Then to be African, that is the question. <laughs> we take this blood oath so that one day the children and the unborn will take the same oath in our names. Baba Mukasa, Africa. Baba Mukasa. We, we owe each other African ancestors who contributed to the identification study, building, sustaining, and passing down of the African way. 
we owe them beyond human measure for without them we would not be nor would be as we are the only way that can ever hope to repay them for their work on our behalf is to be them in every way that we think say and do offering others the African possibilities by example studying their wisdom tells us that they recognize our efforts at this time and in this place as an ongoing process of reacclimation and re-Africanization nation building re-Africanized nation building we can but hope that they continue to unyearling contribute to our study of their uncompromising tradition of personal obligation. And we ask only that they open our minds to a warrior's reason for giving the deepest and most sincere reverence for what has always worked for us so that we can, and in future generations of Africans can, safely come back home. The Ugandans say a promise is a debt our debt to them is immeasurable. Yet we warrior scholars promise to fully and gratefully pay this debt. To this end, we take the oath with our blood, knowing what it means to us, them and all our descendants. Ashe. Affirm, I swear to love and defend African people with my very blood. Oh, man. Ashe. I swear to love and defend African people with my very blood. Brothers and sisters, I hope you know how much I do love you and that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the things that I do, I wanted to be here with you, sharing information, listening to Jay and <laughs> Brother Paul and all the brothers and sisters of Habia, all of y'all, I really do. And, and, and I hope you brothers and sisters who are listening on the internet you know, I don't know who and where you are, but I hope you continue to do so. And I hope you continue to bring others to this program. Revolutions are never compromising. Revolutions are never based on negotiations. Revolutions are never based upon any kind of tokenism whatsoever. Brother Omawali, Brother El-Hajj Malik El-Shabazz, Malcolm X. Some Africans believe they can establish a separate peaceful space within European dominant, dominated territory. Let me read that again because th this is what we truly believe. A lot of us, because I mean, we, e even the, the, the Pan-African brothers who believe in uh, the Republic of New Africa of possibly carving out a space here in this soil in the midst of an open and sworn enemy. Some of us believe that, you know. We really do. Research West, I love you, dear brother. Thank you so much. Research West. Some Africans believe they can establish a separate, peaceful space within European-dominated territory. They wrongly believe a deed, a treaty, and their timely mortgage and tax payments will ensure that Europeans will allow them to exist in peace. Brothers and sisters, when these Caucasians talk about eminent domain, they're talking about wherever you are, I don't give a damn how much. If you paid it off, you pay your taxes on a regular basis, you, no, it is theirs. They can claim it. Now, and, and, and at a time of what is called national security and so forth, 
It ain't no negotiation. I'm just taking it. It may not even be no pay. They wrongly expect that Europeans will respect their earnest efforts as good, law-abiding citizens to purchase land so they can grow their own crops, develop their own resources for themselves, and become more spiritually connected in peace with no possible threat of invasion. <laughs> for some strange reason, they believe that the European has changed, that, that somehow our presence and our constant begging them to really be more uh, uh, kind and more spiritual and so forth, you know, that that, 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 our, that that logic would rub off. For some strange reason, they believe that the European has changed. Blindly holding on to hope in a non-existence morality. They forget what these people have done every time they wanted something that did not belong to them. They forget that a, that a land people unable to defend and keep their land is still a powerless people. Affirm, the land I claim will not be token. Excuse me, taken. <laughs> Affirm, the land I claim will not be taken. Because I'm, 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 I'm claiming Africa. In this planet, Earth, I don't think there's one entity in their right mind can deny Africa for African people. And I ain't talking about the world court. I ain't talking about Geneva. I ain't talking about none of that. Shit. I'm talking about Africans. Understand that we are African people. I ain't talking about the neo-colonialists. I ain't talking about those puppets. I ain't talking about those, those strong men. I'm talking about Africans. A real pan-African reality. Where Africans on the continent and Africans in the diaspora recognize that the only way, the only way, I repeat, the only way that we will have salvation is through Pan-Africanism. Pan-Africanism or we will perish. Unify or we will die. And so those Africans help make the Africans on the continent understand this. And now we create a United States of Africa. We create a body of brothers and sisters who govern the continent of Africa has won. No, there is not 54 sovereign countries on the continent of Africa. Hell no. In fact, out of the 54, I, I venture to say probably just 10 may be so-called sovereign, if that. None of them are. Because a lot of them are still beholding to Europeans, still use European currency, still have European names for, the, for parts of their culture, uh, parts of their country. How can they still be Lake Victoria? How can it, the, the waterfall, how can any of that? You get rid of all of that. The psychopath is an individual who is constantly in conflict with others, other persons or groups is unable to experience guilt, is completely selfish and callous, and has a total disregard for the rights of others. The psychopath. The psychopath is, a, is an individual who is constantly in conflict with other persons or groups, is unable to experience guilt, is completely selfish and callous, 
and has a total disregard for the rights of others. Dr. Bobby Wright. Get his book, Psychopathic Racial Personality, please. Go to your bookstore, Psychopathic Racial Personality, Dr. Bobby Wright. The voices they hear in their heads are not aliens, demons, or the devil. There's nothing strange or, for, or foreboding about those who speak to their minds from the inside. They are their ancestors instructing and prodding them in their way. Every people hear their ancestors urging them to be themselves. Every people receive some degree of internal guidance about being what they have always been. And external socialization is never enough to cause individuals to feel compelled to carry forth their legacy, whatever it may be. And the European legacy is a hunger for victims, the most deprived, sadistic of ways. Their record is unconscionable. Insanity courses through their veins. Death gives them life. Unlike others who are given life through life, they search for life, emotional content through psychic shock. The greatest rush comes through the giving and receiving of trauma. And the greatest trauma is death. This is why they are master sadistics and born killers. Sometimes because we are being socialized in the insanity of their ancestors and have become distanced from the wisdom and urgings of our own, we hear their ancestors' voices and mistake them for ours because we've been in this madness and insanity for so long. That's why I only listen to Africa. I only listen to Africans as I deciphered through that the voice of African manhood, African womanhood, African peoplehood. Affirm, I do not listen to voices of the psychopath. Affirm, I do not listen to the voices of the psychopath. It is quite easy to to shout slogans, to sign manifestos, but it is quite a different matter to build, manage, command, spend days and nights seeking the solutions to problems. Our dear brother, Patrice Lumumba of the Congo. If you're advised to hand, excuse me, if you're adverse to hard, thankless, selfish work, you are reading the wrong book. You see, what we have here are words whose only purpose is the work of nation building. If this could be done without an utterance, there would be none. As, as Patrice Lumumba, an incapable man who was assassinated by unconscionable aliens and their emasculated power-hungry pets for leading his victoriously colonized people to the brink of independence said, it is one thing to shout, write, and protest, and quite another to gather the courage to make the time to do whatever it is actually necessary to enforce truth, justice, righteousness, and order. This is the challenge in this, in this day of our conversation, debate, and augmentation, where we have been convinced 
that being seen is far more important than being so involved in your work that you don't have the time or the inclination to look around to see who is in awe. Where words without actions are taken is sufficient to change our reality into an African one. This is not the work of weak, easily distracted, needy, selfish individuals. No, it's not, brothers and sisters. It's the work. It is the work of nation builders. Affirm, I am not adverse to hard, often thankless, selfless work, I say. Do it because it's the right thing to do. If you want to join the conversation, you can you can join the conversation right now, but almost time is up. But Sister Avia, good afternoon. Oh, I was I was just I, I was just calling back. You know, um, a lot of times when we listen to you now, they just cut in with these these commercials, um, McDonald's and and real long ones. I don't know if they used to do that. I don't know if you're aware they're doing it right. No, in the middle of your discussion, huh? No, I was not aware of that. Oh, tune in. Yeah, they're doing that lately. So I, I had the, the commercial was so long from McDonald's and stuff. I just caught back. So. Really? No, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that from my time slot from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time, uh, tune in doesn't do anything. That's all me. But you're saying something different, huh? Let me let me talk. Oh to yeah, them. they've been yeah they've been doing that recently. Just cutting in. Okay, well let me talk to my uh, brother, brother Elliot, out in <laughs> Philly. To find out what is going on. Yeah. Yep, okay. they definitely doing it. Okay, Jay. All right. And doing it and doing it on all doing it on all radio stations. Because I usually listen to KBLA and Kevin Smiley station and they do it on his on his station and he takes a break every half an hour. He no, he takes a break every twenty and then on the half an hour and 50 minutes and on the hour. And they cut in between it, man. And I'm like, wow. I don't stop using it. Okay. I, I now basically use the app. Wow. Well, thank you, sister. And, and right on, Jay. I, I, um, well, obviously it's happening, so Elliot knows. But, you know, to me, what are we going to do about it? I don't want to, you know. Uh, Brother uh, Irv. You can't go about it. Yeah. I don't hear it on his show, though. I don't hear them cutting into yeah. all these terrible commercials they be putting in. <laughs> hey, Brother Irv. What's up, man? Have you heard Brother those commercials, Irv, too? Can, yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. I just heard that sister say that they cut in on the show, and, and she's absolutely correct. Yeah. I, I was listening. Yeah, I was listening, and, and, and all of a sudden, something come on about you know, sending your DNA so they can tell you where you're from or some foolishness. Okay. Uh, they can, you know, tell you one part uh, good humor ice cream or something. I don't know how they. <laughs> well, that, how they I do don't know. That. I I don't know that it, to me if they cut in with ancestry.com. That's bull. But if they cut in with African ancestry, understand it. But by the same token, I don't know cut-ins anyway. Period. To me, if if yeah, I'm because you not a you not a paid no. You, what happened it's is you listen it through free. Right. So if you are paid, if you are paid prescriber, I don't think they right. do that to you because I know that's what happens. And that's what with, I uh, with with real talk. I think it is. Well, I got to talk to Brother Elliot, man, to find out what's what's going on. Give him a call. You know. Thank you. No, thank you, well, you dear. Thank you. Now they they chasing that money every any way they can. They try to advertise <laughs> to yeah. to get money. Go yeah, go ahead, Brother Paul. 
You know, that's very interesting because um, right here in the UK, TuneIn, they've cut us off completely, meaning that you can't access through TuneIn. That's what they've done. But what, look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link, yeah? Send you a link. Okay. Uh, you could you could send that to your listeners. Imagine I'm going to send you it from the UK where they can listen in. And I'm going to suggest something else. He's going to go on a lot more because what they're trying to do, and, and, and Brother Jay's right, they brought, I can't remember the term, but it, it came out um, while um, uh, not Clinton, one of these presidents was in power. He brought out this term. And what, what it basically meant, what they're trying to do is quantify broadband. So, Yes, exactly. So that's what, and I forget the term they brought out. It's not a monetized. It wasn't monetized. It was a term they used, but it was Clinton who brought it, introduced it. Slowly, slowly, I've seen it come into play. And that's what they're doing exactly. They're trying to, just like like your cable network, that's what they're trying to do with um, broadband. But I'm going to send you a link where you can access it. You don't get no adverts. And also, I'm going to suggest to your listeners, right, as a matter of caution, must do tuning into using these um, the broadband on your phone, your uh, internet. Yeah, you must try and get to understand what a VPN is. VPN software it is. Let me explain to you what VPN is. While you're accessing these services, I'm not trying to frighten anybody, but while you're accessing your your phone becomes very vulnerable. I, I, I'm I have an IT background. I can hack your phone from your phone number. No, I shouldn't say that. But what I can say, it's possible to hack your phone from your phone number quite easily. You use a VPN. What it does, it hides your um, IP address or the details of your phone. Every phone sends out a unique ID address. And once someone's got that, they can do anything with your phone. They can turn on the camera. They can turn on the voice, all these things. And trust me, this is not made up. It can be done. So if you if you just type in what VPN is, virtual private network, and uh, download to use it when you use the internet all the time because it hides your IP address, you use the IP address to serve it, makes it harder for hackers or people who want to snoop in or these these um, uh, the, the, the advert services which use your IP and then your your unique ID code, it makes it harder for them to detect it. So that's as a matter of caution, if you're using um, internet, try. And, get to understand what VPN is and use some VPN software. Okay. So what do you do? Just put in VPN where at? Just, look, if you're using a most phones people use nowadays is that VP, um, Samsung or iPhone, right? I'm more, I, although I've used iPhones, I'm more familiar with Samsung. So just go to, just type in VPN. What I suggest you do VPN and just read what it's about so you understand about you know what I mean um, so you get in your mind clear what that is then you um, um, surprise your software there are free software you can use yeah um, but obviously with freeness or whatever they get there are good free ones I'm not going to suggest one here but the bottom line is you can pay for one um, slight charge on it whatever and, so, uh, so what will that do, Brother Paul? Will that protect the program? That uh... let me explain what it does, right? It, it, when you, when you, whenever you use your phone or a computer, there's three things your phone sends out. It sends out like a serial number, identifies your phone. It sends out um, a, a, a unique ID address, and it sends out an IP address. And I, 
yeah? So three things your phone sends out. So if someone wants to hack, uh, someone with IT or, or hacker skills, get those things and like when you, look into your phone, basically. Look into Because your phone's just like an access, like a, a computer file. That's what it is. Things on your phone are just like a computer file, so they can go into it. Now, these um, adverts and stuff which are interacting, they're interacting through tuning because that's how tuning is now making its money. But there are other points you can access without, without using tuning. But what I'm saying to protect yourself here, yeah, and that's just a matter of rule, if you know the VPN software, it hides three things. Because what you do, you go through their server. Hi, it, it, whoever's looking at, um, trying to look at you is looking at their server instead of the details what your phone is sending out or your computer sending out. You get where I'm coming from? Gotcha. <laughs> so, so, it, it just, okay. It hides those un, it hides those unique identifiers. You know, it's, you know. So that that's it. Just, if you type in VPN and you know you on the just into um, I don't I don't use Google so much, but if you just in your search engine. Just type in VPN and it will explain what it is. I'm going to so do that. clear in your mind what it is. I'm going to do that as soon as I'm off the air, bro. I, I am too. Okay, right on. Great information. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sister. All right, sister. I'll, I'll, send, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link where how okay. I access it. Because TuneIn, I've realized it used to be free and um, they're following that um, Clinton protocol. Obviously, they have to make money, don't they? They can't be free forever because they have to pay for service. So, you know, but they're, they're running adverts and they've cut us off completely. So, you know, and they want us to do all kind of things to access it. But uh, there's way, if you have a little IT knowledge, there's ways around it. So I'm going to send you the link, yeah? Okay. Please do, yeah. my brother, please. And I'll share that with anybody if they uh, want to give me a call at 414-324-5796. That's 414-324-5796. I will share that link uh, with you. Um Wow, brothers and sisters, it's time. It's almost uh, 10 after. And uh, I know I was going to be a little bit over, but I appreciate those who have called, those who are listening. And well, I, it ain't like they got a live show coming on after you, so what's the big deal? Well, <laughs> they're going to let you go over. Hey, 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 hey man, Jay. listen. Jay, you, you, I don't hey, want no trouble, Jay. We don't I, want no trouble. Right, because you know how Elliot is, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know how oh, it is, man. Man. what it is, what it is. Exactly. Well just make sure just make sure Friday show y'all ready to go over a little. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> your your brother gonna be there, so it's gonna be a goodie. That's right. Ain't that right, Irv? <laughs> maybe yes, I learned sir. how yes, to, maybe I learned how to maybe I learned how to set a little burner. They get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brothers and sisters. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace to you. Yes. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abibifahadieh means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family. See you on Friday. Me and, me, me and Irv Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.